Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 383. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon. Find the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East News Highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues in the series Jesus is Coming Soon. Today's special guest speaker is Brother Joseph Kamabach, who resides in Bermuda. Our brother Joseph is quiet and soft-spoken, but he is rooted in the word of the Lord. He's a husband of his compassionate wife, Maudlin, and the dad of his two young adult children. Joseph is acutely aware of the times and seasons, and he's praying that as many as can be, that they be ready for the Lord's return. He is no stranger to us. He's one of the prayer partners of the podcast and has contributed to multiple episodes. Please stay tuned. Today, Brother Joseph will share with us on In the face of alarming, fast-paced changes, Paul tells us how to live successfully in this age and how to abound in different situations. Today's scripture text is taken from Psalm chapter 83, verses 1 to 8 and 13 to 18. O God, do not be silent. Do not be deaf. Do not be quiet, O God. Don't you hear the uproar of your enemies? Don't you see that your arrogant enemies are rising up? They devise crafty schemes against your people. They conspire against your precious ones. Come, they say, let us wipe out Israel as a nation. We will destroy the very memory of its existence. Yes, this was their unanimous decision. They signed the treaty as allies against you, the Edomites and Ishmaelites, Moabites and Hagarites, Gibelites, Amorites and Amalekites, and people from Philistia and Tyre. Assyria has joined them too and is allied with the descendants of Lot. Oh my God, scatter them like tumbleweed, like shaft before the wind. As a fire burns a forest, 
and as a flame sets mountains ablaze, chase them with your fierce storm, terrify them with your tempest, utterly disgrace them until they submit to your name, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and terrified forever. Let them die in disgrace. Then they will learn that you alone are called the Lord, that you alone are the Most High, supreme over all the earth. This text was taken from the New Living Translation. We will definitely see here that in this psalm of Asaph titled Plea for God to Destroy Israel's Enemies, in this song Asaph lays his case before God. He was presenting to God the threat to ancient Israel's national security interests. Israel was under threat of invasion back then. So what does Asaph do? He points out to God who the players were and what were their motivations and what he, Asaph, proposes to God how he should deal with these foreign armies. One thing is for sure. Asaph presented the foreign allies as God's enemies. He observes that they conspired to destroy God's precious people. In our modern day, the list is quite long with the Iranian proxies and others who want to destroy the modern state of Israel. As their predecessors, the enemies also of the past wanted to wipe out Israel as a nation. So are the modern ones today. Can they? Will they? They will never be able to destroy the memory of the Jewish people from the face of the earth. There are concerns of growing anti-Semitism in hostile countries and in many instances states which are deemed friendly to Israel. Those who are anti-Semites are encouraged to reconsider their behavior for they will only bring disgrace and shame upon themselves. Those who are plotting to destroy the modern state of Israel better reconsider as well. Why? Asaph has already prayed for their defeat. He said this in verse 17, B. Let them die in disgrace. Note, it will be their end if they persist with their scheme to destroy Israel. They will surely die. It's inevitable. Today, we will listen to this very beautiful song, When God Ran, by Phillips, Craig and Dean, found on YouTube. I feel the presence of the Lord moving still. There's a song that we sang many years ago. I don't even know, where did you find this song? Well, uh, this song actually was recorded many years ago by a young man named Benny Hester. And I uh, begged these guys to do this song for two or three albums. And like knuckleheads, they wouldn't listen to me. Uh, but 
This song has a tremendous, powerful message. And I've known people that, that thought somehow they had walked beyond God's grace. It's a wonderful thing to know that He reaches us no matter where we go and His love reaches for us. His hand is extended. And I want you to listen to the words of this song tonight if you maybe walked into this building and feel a long ways from your Heavenly Father. Yes. 
In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on In the face of alarming, fast-paced changes, Paul tells us how to live successfully in this age and how to abound in different situations. Please stay tuned as we continue in the series Jesus is Coming Soon. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed the program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Ramville Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Marvel Williams. The West Romville Church has resumed in-person services on Sunday mornings. They meet for fellowship at 10.30 a.m. And on Sunday evenings, the church hosts a very dynamic service called Power Hour, where individuals can log on via Zoom or Facebook, starting at 7 p.m. to participate. 
On Wednesday evenings, the church meets in person for Bible study at 7 p.m. The West Runville Church continues to serve their community in various ways. Please make plans to attend this week, either in person or online. The pastor and the brothers and sisters will warmly welcome you and your family. Welcome back to the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 383. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Friday, June 23rd, the White House released a statement from President Biden on reopening of I-9-5. President Joseph Biden, in his statement, declared that when he visited Philadelphia on Saturday last and met with local officials and union workers, he made clear that his administration would move heaven and earth to reopen I-9-5 as soon as possible. Further, the President noted that thanks to the grit and determination of operating engineers, labourers, cement finishers, carpenters, teamsters and so many other proud union workers doing shifts around the clock, I-95 is reopening and it's ahead of schedule. Lastly, President Biden added that he wanted to thank Governor Shapiro for his great work and leadership and other state and local officials. The president underscored that this emergency repair was 100% federally funded and all approvals were given as quickly as possible. The administration, he noted, also deployed officials from the U.S. Department of Transportation to the crash site within hours to help fast-track the effort. We'll take our second break. This segment comes to you with the compliments of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Pastor Justin Laib. The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 10 a.m. You can find the Heritage Church at 2007 Civic Center Way, Round Lake Beach at the zip code 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 855-438-7440 or visit their website, info at heritagechurch.cc. Residents in the Chicago and other areas are invited to make plans to attend this week. Pastor Justin and team will make you and your family feel at home.
Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs retweeted a message sent by Israel in Mumbai on the subject Celebrating Women in Diplomacy. Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs also retweeted that they honour and recognise the invaluable contributions of women in shaping global diplomacy. The Israel Foreign Ministry retweeted that women diplomats have played a pivotal role in driving positive change and building bridges across borders. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today we feature the book, Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? Written by yours truly, Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com Threads in the Tapestry Conflict and resolution in the Middle East can be simply explained in a love story. God, the great king, chooses for himself a wife. Her name is Israel. This great king loves his wife very much and would do anything to shower her with his affection. Please order your copy today to get the rest of the story. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the kingdom of heaven. This week we are focusing on Jesus is coming soon. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. On Friday, June 23rd, the White House released a statement from President Biden on the reopening of I-95. The president noted that the emergency repair was 100% federally funded and that it was completed ahead of schedule. Internationally, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs retweeted a message sent by Israel in Mumbai on the subject Celebrating Women in Diplomacy. Welcome to our devotional. All week we've been looking at the series Jesus is Coming Soon. On Monday we focused on Philippians 4.6 offers steps to help the body of Christ cope under the present world order. On Wednesday it was, Paul shares with us virtues we should embrace at this time. These are important and serve to guarantee good health. Let's review them. Likewise, on Friday, our special guest speaker will share with us on In the face of alarming, fast-paced changes, Paul tells us how to live successfully in this age 
and how to abound in different situations. Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This text was taken from Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. Joseph paints in his discourse the rapid pace of technological developments. He helps you to move from the slow pace of the past so you're appreciating how fast change is unfolding around us. Additionally, Joseph further notes that the moral values have also changed over time. Kindly listen with rapt attention to this very timely message. You will be fascinated. Please, let's welcome our special guest, our brother Joseph Cumberbatch. Praise the Lord. As we discuss how to abound in different situations in the face of alarming, fast-paced changes, let's consider three concepts. One, to change is to make different in some particular way. Two, to be alarmed is to feel danger or be frightened. Three, to abound for good or evil is to be present in large quantities or be prevalent according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. For example, Romans 5.20 reads, Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. King James Version. Our world has seen tremendous technological advances. A search on Google revealed that until 1900, knowledge doubled every 100 years. By the end of World War II, knowledge doubled every 25 years. Today, different types grow at different rates. For example, nanotechnology knowledge doubles every two years and clinical knowledge every 18 months. But on average, human knowledge doubles every 13 months. According to IBM, the build-out of the, quote, Internet of Things, will lead to the doubling of knowledge every 12 hours. Artificial intelligence, AI, has revolutionized the way we do a number of things, but it also has its downside, like facilitating increased surveillance of individuals, while robots have replaced some employees. Worse yet, some tech experts fear that AI could take over the world. Moral values regarding human life have also changed. This is where the greatest battle takes place, in our minds. That is why Christians have been given the mandate in Romans 12, verses 1 to 3, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, rather than conforming to the values of this present world. Now, Luke 21, 26 
speaks of men's hearts failing them from fear for looking after those things that are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Such a phenomenon may be nearer than we think. What can we do? Jesus Christ is the ark of safety we need. The strategy for abounding in good is rooted in our relationship with Jesus Christ and it's about abiding in Christ. In John chapter 15 verse 5, Jesus says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. Lifelong lessons of faith are necessary for us to abound in godliness, because there is always a higher level in God. No doubt, Paul had this in mind when he said in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12-14, to 14, I don't mean to say that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Now, our strategy for victory should be, 1. Wear the armor. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 to 13, Paul reminds us that we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, we must put on every piece of God's armor which enables us to resist the enemy in the time of evil and remain standing firm after the battle. 2. Be content, like Paul, who testified in Philippians 4, 11-13, that he had learned to be content in whatever state he found himself. He had learned how to be abased and how to abound everywhere and in all things. He had been instructed to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need, and able, therefore, to do all things through the strength which Christ gave him. 3. Embrace the hope spoken of in Romans chapter 15, verse 4, quoting from the Amplified Verse, Whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope and overflow with confidence in His promises. So, we must study, meditate on, and rightly divide God's Word, believing that the Holy Spirit will fill us with His power to abound in the name of Jesus. Christians, therefore, like Apostle Paul, according to Romans 8, 38 and 39, must believe that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. May God, by His Spirit, help us to abound for His glory. On behalf of the podcast listeners, I would like to express our sincere gratitude to our special guest, Joseph, for his very insightful presentation. He pointed out that Jesus Christ is the ark of safety we need. Our brother gave us the strategy for abounding in good, and he points out, such is rooted in our relationship with the Lord, 
and that it's about abiding in Christ. Please, let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we hallow your holy name. We worship you, Lord. We praise you because you are so good. We are marveling at the fact that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And our souls recognize this, that you have made us above the animals. We don't share anything in common with the animals. Why? Because we have your image within us. We are created with your image and likeness embedded in our DNA. And so we worship you. We are desirous of giving you praise and glory. Thank you for the word, O oh God. Thank you for enlightening the eyes of our understanding, for giving us knowledge and wisdom concerning how we can live successfully in our era. We thank you, Lord, that over the years, over the centuries, you remain constant, for you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. While things change, seasons change, men change, you change not. And so we come to you with adoration and we say thank you, Lord, for being good, for being gracious, for being faithful, for being compassionate. We desire to put our trust in you. We don't want to fear men. We don't want to fear evil. We don't want to be overtaken by evil. We desire to be led by Jesus Christ, the good shepherd you have appointed to lead us in this time so that we will walk in righteousness and be overcomers in our day. Help us to make it. Help us to abound. Help us to abide in you. Help us to be strong. Help us to be successful in this time. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. For those who have turned away from the Lord or have waned in their interest in serving the Lord, we ask you to be inspired to serve the Lord today, to give your hearts to the Lord that you will serve him, that you will be found faithful among the remnant when the Lord comes. Please repeat this prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the word. I've heard the word and it spoke to me. I repent. I turn away from my sins. I ask you to give me the strength to liberate me from the chains and powers of darkness that have held me bound for years and have kept me away from serving you. Fill me with the Holy Spirit that I can be empowered to do what is right and walk in righteousness. I need you, Lord, and I thank you for coming to my aid, coming to my rescue. In your holy name I pray. Amen. We just want to say the Lord is good. He loves you and he will not do you evil. In fact, he says his plans for all of us, his plans are good and his plans are to prosper us and not to harm us. And therefore, he will not harm you, but he will give you hope and a future. Take hold of his word and receive him as your Lord today.
You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 383. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Soke, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. I also would like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Urkach, who sounded the shofar, and to our special guest speaker, our brother Joseph Kamabach. He emphasized that whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instructions, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope and overflow with confidence in his promises, that is, the Lord's promises. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.